Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Today is Monday, guys, and it's a new week, new beginning, plus it's the first week, full week of August. So did you set up your goals for the next month? Something that you will be focusing on? Something that you're going to be improving? Um, it doesn't have to be a goal, actually. But if you're someone into self-development, self-growth, then progress, then you got to work on something to make it happen. And it's got to be daily, probably. So if you want to make progress in something, you need to start working on it every day. And it's guys' advice to you, just as much as it is no to myself. And never forget that progress only happens progress that we get to keep when we practice something daily that leads towards that progress. Just thinking about something, not taking actions, not experimenting, not learning from it, not tracking the results, not doing all of that, it's not going to bring us closer towards the goals, towards uh, the vision of ourselves, of our career, of our world that we have in our mind. Only actions matter. Now, they they better be a smarter actions, something that we thought about, but too much thinking without action is actually not that productive when it comes to developing um, any of our personal traits, our professional um characteristics or our ideas, our businesses, our visions and missions. So what are you going to be working on this month? Um, think about it. You don't have to think, you know, you don't have to have five-year, 10-year plan. Just think ahead the next month and decide what you're going to focus on, what you're going to prioritize, what you're going to be working on every single day with some actions. That being said, this week on Food School is a week dedicated to athletes and athletic performance, fitness, workout performance. And guys, it doesn't mean it's dedicated to professional athletes. No, but as human beings having this body, we need to move. We need to walk. We need to lift something heavy. We need to work on mobility and be flexible. So our body does not stop our mind uh, from achieving our goals. So we all got to be hobby athletes. And this week is dedicated to some of the aspects of nutrition that you want to focus on to improve your athletic performance so it doesn't suck that much working out, but you actually enjoy it. Uh, so your nutrition supports your energy levels, uh, energy levels that will increase with more physical activity. But, you know, with more physical activity, when it's done right, you're going to have more joy, more vitality, more health, more ideas, more performance in all other areas of your life, even more creativity, guys. So athletic um, athletism, it works investing our time and energy in. And these are a few things that will help you to do so. And again, these nutritional aspects will not just help you with your athletism or your athletic performance and pursuits, but it will also help you to perform better in your life. But specifically, if you are someone who are into working out, you need to focus on this specifically because a lot of athletes not, you know, a lot of hobby athletes 
you don't usually hire a nutritionist to help you to perform better, right? Because it's not something that you're focused on necessarily, or it's not something that you're making money from. And so it's not something that you are considering investing your time, energy, and money into. But, and that's why uh, a lot of um, amateur athletes do not prioritize those aspects of nutrition that are proven to be important, not just for athletic performance, but then um, for our overall health. So let's focus on them, on those nutrients that a lot of athletes and just people tend to not consume enough and regularly and are actually deficient and are suffering. You know, if you are always low in energy, if there is something chronic, some chronic condition in your health that you know is uh, off, maybe you did some tests, maybe you just know something is off. There is that something that's bothering you on a regular basis, not once in a while because you were too stressed or because, you know, you get sick or something else, but something that is, you know, always bothering you, something you, you know, it's just not working, then probably there is some nutrient deficiency. Something has to do with nutrient deficiency in it. And so, for example, if you constantly, if you never have energy to work out, nutrient deficiencies or specifically not eating certain vitamins and minerals might be an issue guys um of course if you are not if you're never sleeping enough that also might be an issue um but um yeah so if you have an issue that is constantly bugging you then uh, most probably it has to do something with your nutrition with your diet but back to athletes amateur athletes you know i consider myself an amateur athlete and so a lot of um, active population in our world are amateur athletes not training for competitions or to make money or to compete or to, um, you know, having career um, as, a, as an athlete. Today, we are focusing on zinc. And this is one of the nutrients that a lot of people are deficient in. And this nutrient, it is crucial to our health. I'm not saying like other nutrients are not, you know, important, but this nutrient... Uh, it has to do with almost everything our body does because it it is involved in protein synthesis. And guys, protein is not just for building muscles or supporting muscles or for growing. It's also proteins are those things that are enzymes, for example, and help with our digestion or that are involved in different reactions or creating uh, different hormones. So proteins, our body needs proteins as molecules, molecules for many different reactions. And so if there is no zinc or there is zinc deficiency that what is proven actually, for example, in developing countries when um, kids do not get the zinc in their diet, they just don't grow like they just don't. And they have oh, a lot of other issues with hormones and with immune health and skin issues. Um, so zinc is important. And it's not like, especially in now veganistic world, like where a lot of people think that vegan is the best thing you can do, but it's not. Uh, that's why we people, our whole biology is omnivore, like we are designed to get the most of both worlds, plus plants and animals. And so, especially, you know, this veganism, a lot of people are trying to eat less of those foods that contain zinc. Zinc is uh, like by itself, if you are, it's quite hard to get unless you are consistently eating those nutritious foods. And if you're trying to be vegan on top of that, that's, um, that's, that becomes very hard. And supplements, guys, with zinc, it's just very tricky. Um, 
There are not so many good studies showing that zinc is absorbed well, plus all the supplements, they're different, and plus all the bodies, all, you know, we human beings are different. So supplements do not work for zinc. It's either too much or too little, or it's just not working. And again, with our in our world, where a lot of educated people think that being vegan is great, like they become zinc deficient, and as many deficiencies deficiencies do not manifest right away, but you can not develop appropriate muscles. You also your bone density might be compromised. With zinc, your immune system might be compromised. Zinc activates A and D vitamins that are highly involved in our immune response. And also, for example, when it comes to D vitamin, our um, calcium absorption and metabolism, and that also relates to bone health. Our sex hormone, like hormones like estrogen. Um, testosterone, I forgot the male ones because I guess I'm female, estrogen, testosterone, zinc is needed for that, our thyroid health, and, you know, thyroid has to do with metabolism, our energy metabolism, uh, immune defense, and, but just this, you know, major function of protein synthesis alone if it's not done properly in our body, like there are many, many things that can go wrong, guys. So the zinc, let's get to foods. But guys, especially for an athlete, zinc is not just for you to maintain, sustain muscles and building muscles, but it also needed for you to recover properly because you do... Uh, challenge your muscle tissue and all of the systems in in your body more often and so you, so you do need probably more of that and you need to make sure that it is in the form that is well absorbed and well digested so zinc you know myself guys i'm a 33 year old female and when i talk about percentages for nutrients uh they are um they are for me, for my body, uh, for my age. So if you are not a female, a male, males in most cases need more of each nutrients, uh, sometimes um, by, you know, 10%, sometimes by 20. Um, usually that's the range. Uh, you know, if you uh, are a teenager listening to this podcast, then you have different needs. If you are a pregnant or lactating woman or a woman after um, 50 or, you know, even later, uh, then you might have, uh, or if you have certain health conditions or health uh, requirements, then you might, you know, your percentage might be slightly different, like not a whole lot different, but they will be slightly different. So now to zinc-rich foods. Like the richest source of highly absorbable zinc are or like the richest source is oysters, guys. So just getting 1.5 ounces or 40 grams of oyster meat without shells, if you weigh it, without shells, you're going to get 120% of zinc, just in 40 grams or 1.5 uh, ounces. 
Um, seafood in general, quite low in calories. Um, a lot of seafood sources would have omega-3 fatty acids. And a lot of seafood would deliver a good amount of zinc, highly absorbable zinc. The next after oysters are whelks or sea snails. I, when they're done right, they're quite delicious, guys. So the meat of sea snails, 150 grams or 5 ounces, will be about 140% of your zinc. Um, so in weight, it's a little bit more. You see, 40 grams for oysters is about 120% and 150 grams or 5 ounces for whelks or sea snails, uh, about 140% of zinc. Crab, uh, meat, white and brown mixed uh, for the same 5 ounces, about 75%. And then muscle meat, mussels. Muscles, you know, those things in shells, muscles. Uh, 150 grams is about 30%. Plus, uh, all of this seafood, it has B12, um, whelks and mussels so would have also iron, good amount of iron and omega-3 fatty acids. Oysters also do have those minerals and omega-3 fatty acids. Now, from seafood to plant, any, or not plant, to, from seafood to land animals. Beef is the richest source, but here you gotta eat a little bit more. Well, actually, almost twice as more. So beef, eight ounces, or about 240 grams, is 75% of our zinc. You see, it's much less, because seafood by far is the richest source per calorie, per bite. So beef, eight ounces, 24 240 grams, 75%. Then we get about equal amount for pork, for turkey, for chicken, dark meat, guys. Oh, by the way, the darker the meat, the leaner the meat, the more zinc it's going to have. Fat, fat tissue in animals does not contain zinc. So the redder, the browner, the um, leaner, the cut, the more zinc it's going to have per average for pork, turkey, and chicken, you're going to get 40% of zinc per 8 ounces or 240 grams. So this is for pork, turkey, chicken. And again, beef would have almost twice that amount, 75%. And again, seafood by far is the richer source. Like oysters for 40 grams would have 120%. Whelks would have 150 grams, though so 140% and then crab meat 75%, muscle meat 30%. Then we get to organ meats. I always recommend to eat at least once a day some liver, at least 5 ounces. Uh, I usually eat about 10 ounces a week, once a week. And so calf or veal liver would give you per 150 grams 5 ounces. So calf liver is about 160%, and it's not that much of calories, but you can't eat it every single day because it's quite rich in vitamin A, uh, and theory goes that too much vitamin A might deliver some health, negative health consequences, so it is not recommended to overdose with your vitamin A, plus I don't think you want to eat liver every day, but once a week, why not, right? 150 grams from calf liver, you're going to get 168% of your zinc. From chicken liver, though, it's 47% per same amount, for the same amount of chicken liver, 150 grams. So that's when it comes to organ meats, the highest sources. Let's 
get to plants. Plants do have zinc, guys, but not um, as much usually. And nutritionists, nutrition science, like the best researchers say that based on all the evidence we have, zinc in plants is usually only 50% bioavailable, so our digestive system can extract only about 50% compared to animal sources. And um, it's also high, highly questionable because it will depend on the health of your digestive system. And plus, there are some anti-nutrients might be in your diet they, that in plants, in those plants you're eating, like, for example, brown rice, that can bind to zinc and get it out of our system, and that can lead to zinc deficiencies. So if you're trying to get your zinc from plants, it is a highly questionable pursuit. But still, let's talk about zinc in plants. Some of the nuts and seeds are quite good sources. Per one ounce or 30 grams, pumpkin seeds are the richest, 20% of your zinc requirements. Sunflower, cashew nut, sesame seeds, so sunflower and sesame seeds and cashew nut would have about 13% per one ounce of our zinc. So pumpkin seeds are the highest. Uh, and they also quite good sources of minerals, but again, that goes with this condition that a lot of it might not be absorbable by human digestive system, especially if your digestive system um, has some health issues or your gut microbiome has health issues. And then we have beans that are quite rich in many minerals like copper, phosphorus, magnesium, manganese, iron, um, you know, good source of potassium and then selenium, folate, you know, great source. So beans are in general quite good sources of nutrition. When it comes to zinc, again, the same rule applies as it applies to nuts. Not all of it might be absorbable. There might be anti-nutrients that might lower nutritional status of zinc in our body, but still quite good sources if it all works out well. So beans, adzuki beans. Uh, I'm talking about 100 grams or 3.5 ounces and dried. So if you cook them, they're going to be they're going to be more because there's going to be water absorbed. So 100 grams or 3.5 ounces of dried beans. So adzuki. That's uh, quite hard actually to find sometimes. 40% per 100 grams. Um, other beans like kidney beans uh, or um, haricot or white beans. Um, those are about 30%, so a little bit less. And then lentils would also have about 30% different kinds of lentils. And I guess the last source I would like to mention is eggs. One egg, one average egg would have about 5% of your zinc. So if you eat like four eggs a day, you're gonna get 20% of your zinc. And that's it guys. So hands out, hands down, seafood, is the best source per calorie per bite. Um, then we get we get calf liver and chicken liver also not that bad, even though it's like three times less than in calf liver. Then we get get our animal foods, our beef that from red meat and also from poultry is the highest source. Then we get per pork, turkey, chicken. Remember, guys, that. When it comes to that meat of animals, the leaner the cut, the more zinc it's going to have. And then one egg would have 5%. And then we have beans, 
Azuki beans being the highest, but other beans and lentils are also great sources. Uh, again, it might be not as absorbable as all studies show. And then pumpkin seeds per one ounce would have the most, 20%. And then we have sunflower and sesame seeds and cashew nuts. And again, zinc is needed for protein synthesis. You're not going to grow any muscle. Like, guys, um, my a case from my personal practice. A lot of people from India and Southeast Asia are coming to me wanting to build more lean muscles especially while losing fat, while losing weight. And they are having troubles. They are having troubles building that muscle, even though they might eat a lot of protein from plants, from different sources of plants. But in their diet, there are two things that work against them. First of all, a lot of them are going to be vegetarians or something closer to that, not eating that much red meat or even seafood. Like seafood in India, for example, is not that common at all. They don't eat a lot of seafood. So they don't have seafood. They don't have beef. They eat a lot of chicken usually, um, even though it is not vegetarian, but um, some of them don't even eat chicken, but stick to dairy. And so there is like very, very, very little zinc here. You might, they might eat some nuts and seeds, but they also have, but we, as we talked about it, uh, the zinc in those plant sources is not absorbable. And then also they eat a lot of rice that might contribute to actually getting out the zinc out of your system or uh, making them more deficient in zinc if they didn't eat that rice. So those two things make it very difficult to build muscles because zinc is needed for muscle synthesis. Kids don't grow if they don't get zinc. So no matter how much protein from rice or beans they're going to eat. And that's um, a very sad fact. But what you want to remember it's not enough to just eat protein and some kind of protein. It's also very important to get bioavailable zinc in your diet. So if you are someone considering going vegan or vegetarian, I would, and you are an athlete, uh, I would probably reconsider that if you don't have very, very strict ethical beliefs. That might not be facts, but they're your beliefs and you're free to choose your beliefs, right? But anyhow, zinc is very important, guys. So re-listen to this episode to solidify this knowledge next. And make sure that every day, guys, you practice zinc eating. Maybe for breakfast, you eat some eggs that would have something. Maybe you're going to eat some seafood. Maybe you're going to, for lunch, maybe you're going to eat for dinner some beef or some Turkey, all of that accumulates and will give you enough zinc. But you need to practice it. You can't snack on some um, fitness bar that have quite questionable nutritional profile and expect it to give everything to give you everything you need. So, guys, practice zinc eating and I'll see how your athletic performance might increase, especially if you are someone who's been missing a lot of those foods, trying to go plant-based or whatever that the case might be. Also, share this episode with one other person. Discuss it. Learn together. Practice together. Together we'll learn better. Together we improve and grow better. So share this episode with one another person who might be equally excited to start eating more zinc to 
increase to improve athletic performance and pursuits. And guys, have an awesome week, have an awesome month, plan something to grow, to develop, uh, plan some action steps. And as usual, guys, till next time, eat better daily.